Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. We're going to be talking about how you can better protect your NFTs and crypto. That's a topic we've definitely spent some time on in past episodes, but we have some experts here today and a company and an NFT collection that can actually get you better protected for the future. So super excited about that. Alyssa and I will also be breaking down the top news and headlines from the nft market yes i know not a very fun topic right now with everything trading down ethereum crashing but we're here to support each other so let me know right now in the chat if you're here live watching on youtube we appreciate your support don't go anywhere this is the roadmap All right, everyone, as you heard me say, this is the roadmap. Benzinga's NFT show, and we're here. It's Tuesday. We got a great show planned. We're going to be talking about NFT security um, with a company that I definitely think our viewers want to hear more about. But before we get started, as I said, let us know in the chat if you're here live watching us on YouTube. Those comments will appear on screen throughout today's episode. You can also watch this video after it airs live, and you can listen to us as a podcast on all major podcast platforms. Uh, without further ado, though, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX US, which is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. And the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more and sign up for your own FTX account, click on the link in the description below and also pinned to the chat and let FTX know that Benzinga sent you their way. Looks like the chat's starting to kick off here. I know we're a, a minute behind here with the live feed, but it looks like we got our viewers here coming over from Money Mitch's show. Shout out to Money Mitch uh, for that new show airing now 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern time right here on Benzinga YouTube. It's time to talk NFTs, though. I am very excited to welcome on today's episode, we have Bobby and Wesley from Wabasi which we are going to be talking about how to protect your NFTs and crypto, which I know is something that everyone definitely needs to hear more about. So without further ado, let me welcome to the stream. We got Bobby and we got Wes. What's going on, guys? Not much. I had to swap over from uh, my laptop over to my desktop. I don't know what was going on, but this is much better. So I can hear you great. Um, we're excited to be here today. Uh, we feel like wallet security, there needs to be a lot more education within the space and there needs to be more protection. So uh, that's just a fraction of what we're here to offer today and the utility behind Webacy. Um, Bobby, not sure if you have anything else to add. 
Yeah, thanks, Wes, for that uh, you know brief intro of, of Grimmies and Webacy. And you know, just thanks for having us on, Chris, and look forward to this talk. Yeah, of course. And, you know, we, we want to hear more about, you know, uh, Webacy and the security that's offered. But one of the first questions I always like to get ask guests when they come on is, you know, just give us a brief overview of kind of your history in the crypto and NFT space. What was, you know, when did you first get started with crypto or NFTs? What were some of the first coins or NFTs that you purchased? Uh, Wes, let's start with you. Yeah, so I have been mining Ethereum for the past two years. Um, so I own a lot of graphics cards. That's primarily the coin that I mine myself. Uh, I probably got into trading crypto back around 2017, if not earlier. Um, I've been trading pretty much consistently throughout the years, and then got into mining. And then I got into NFTs around probably this time last year. And since then, I've launched two of my own projects. Um, is Web2 World. I was working as an internal auditor before I made the change full-time to work for Webacy. And right now I handle all growth, uh, partnerships, IRL events, um, everything Grimmy related. So setting up the NFT contract because I am also a Solidity developer. So I have a pretty interesting background. I cover a lot of different aspects. Love it. Bobby, how about you? Uh, how did you get your start in crypto and NFTs? Yeah, so... Uh... I think, you know, I, I started more of the traditional route, um, you know, with Bitcoin. Um, that was around 2018. And it was really just more, um, you know, held on Coinbase exchange, like almost just treated like part of a stock portfolio, just, you know, looking for the number to go up. Um, and then I think uh, right around the, the lockdowns of COVID, um, you know, I really took the deep dive in to crypto, you know, learning more about it, actually, you know, figuring out how to use Ethereum and, and the applications on it um, was was pretty involved with the um, like privacy coins. Um, you know, learned a lot about Monero and, and you know I was big in privacy. But um, at the very end of 2020, I actually um, read the book Ready Player One. Um, and then two days later, like after reading that book, I just like NFTs just kind of like clicked. Um, and, and I bought my first NFT two days after that, after really having never even heard about them before that. So, um, you know, my crypto punk that my, that's my avatar right now, that was my first NFT. Um, and you know, I've just kind of been, been hanging out in that community, you know, since I got started, I think like January 2nd, you know, 2021 was, was when I bought it. So right before everything, you know, went, went parabolic. That, that's awesome, Bobby. And yeah, CryptoPunks, we've definitely talked a lot about on the show. Uh, you know, normally when we have people on, they talk about, you know, NBA Top Shot being, you know, one of their first NFTs and kind of what gave them exposure. But it looks like you guys got in, you know, different routes than that. Um, but love hearing, you know, the Ethereum, the Bitcoin connections and also Ready Player One, I feel like got brought up in another interview recently on the show. That's really cool to hear. I actually have read that book as well. I love that book. Um, also, of course, saw the movie and I've actually read some of the author's other works. So uh, shout out to Ready Player One. Um, let's get into uh, Webacy here. So Wes, tell us what the company is really all about and trying to accomplish in this uh, crypto and NFT market. Yes, yeah, so Webacy is the protection service for your crypto. So we cover everything from creating digital wills uh, for your crypto and your NFTs, 
um, to having an emergency backup wallet. So if you ever clicked on a phishing link, if you ever minted from a bad or fake mint website, um, we cover you from what we refer to as it's basically a kill switch slash panic button. So this works if you ever become compromised, you immediately click the panic button and it moves all of your digital assets within that wallet over to a fresh MetaMask wallet. So we kind of differentiate from Ledger um, in the way that Ledger helps you when you hold your assets and when you confirm transactions. But if you do happen to confirm a bad transaction with your Ledger, then we would come into play. Awesome. Bobby, how about you? Uh, anything to add there uh, to what the company is really all about and trying to accomplish in this market? Yeah. So, you know, I think as a crypto user, um, there are different levels of security. Um, you know, so level one is just, you know, you have a hot wallet. Maybe you store your seed on your computer. Um, you know, you just, you're, you're new. You don't know, um, you know, a lot of the, the basic uh, precautions you should take. And then maybe you have a hot wallet, your seeds offline. Um, and then, you know, as you go up the levels, it's like hardware wallet, um, you know, multiple wallets. Maybe you're using Gnosis. Uh, maybe you split your seed up to, you know, different physical locations. So there's not one point of failure. Well, you know, I think Webacy and, you know, Grimmies give you access to this software that basically is like, you know, it, it's all encompassing. So maybe you are at that, that level one where you just have a hot wallet. Um, but it's also for those people with the hardware wallet split up seeds, um, you know, it, there are still a lot of uses there where if, if you do sign a malicious uh, transaction or, you know, if you lose your seeds, um, there's also the dead man switch. So, you know, you can set it up where, you know, after 12 months of inactivity, um, you know, all of your assets, all of your protected assets will be transferred to a backup wallet that you designated. So. You know, it's just an all-encompassing suite of tools, essentially, um, you know, to protect your digital assets, you know, uh, just from, you know, from whatever that, you know, the unpredictable. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, we hear about phishing links all the time, right? And Discord's getting compromised, um, you know, and all these different links that people click on different times they sign, you know, in their wallet, not knowing really what they're signing especially in this free mint season that we're in. So, um, Wes, you know, how, how can users, you know, really take advantage of, you know, the protection that Webacy offers? You know, is this a solution to problems before they arise, when they arise, or kind of after or encompassing all three? Yeah, so that's a great question because a lot of people don't bring security in the mind until it's something that's already happened to them. So that's one of the big problems is people experience getting fished for the first time or they experience becoming part of a hack or a scam. And then and then they find out about the tools out there like us or finding out about having a ledger. Um, so I feel like we definitely can help people in both areas. So whether we catch them before it happens or whether we catch them after it happens, regardless, it's just bringing them that sense of security that, we're always there in case they do encounter a link, for example. Awesome. Bobby, you know, who, who's the target um, customer here? You know, are we talking people that maybe own some more like on the blue chip side of NFTs, have a little bit more money invested, or is this something, you know, that's marketed to new people who don't understand the security aspects as well? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's, it is useful for both. 
um, obviously, you know, the more assets you have to protect, um, you know, in just terms of, of total, total volume and, and total value, you know, it's going to be, you know, more value to them, to the, to the whales and, and to those types of people where they can, um, you know, when their children, when their kids or their spouse are looking, you know, if something were to happen, if they wouldn't have access to, you know, all of this cryptocurrency and NFTs and it would just be lost forever, like that would be terrible. Um, but it's also, you know, for the new new investor that, you know, plans on building up a portfolio, you know, this is a, a long-term investment for them. Um, and the last thing you want to do while you're, you know, trading up and, and trying to build that portfolio is, is, you know, to basically get wrecked and go back to zero. Um, but instead, you know, maybe, you know, you, you do make a mistake, but then WebSE bails you out and then, um, you know, you're, it's just a small hiccup and not just catastrophic. So, you know, I do think it's, it's valuable for both, uh, both demographics worth of people. Um, and, and we are, um, you know, reaching out to both of those types of groups um, when we're onboarding people right now. I, I know it's something that maybe uh, some celebrities out there could use too. We, of course, uh, you know, heard of uh, Seth Green losing a board ape and, you know, we've heard of others, you know, clicking on links and being hacked and just all kinds of problems out there. So safety should definitely be top of mind. I, I want to circle back to the, the will part of this, right? So, um, I, I have a family, so let's say something happens to, to me, what happens currently to my NFTs, my wallet, and what would happen, you know, if I use the Webacy product? Wes, let's start with you. Yeah. So as of right now, it's totally dependable on what state you live in because the traditional will, uh, might not cover your crypto or NFTs based on where you live. Um, so obviously Webacy we do offer, it's part of the utility of owning a Grimmy is you have access to estate planners and tax accountants within our Discord. So when you own a Grimmy, you basically have the opportunity to set up a one-on-one -on -one office hour where you're able to meet with uh, an estate planner, an attorney and ask any of those types of questions you might have. And then as well, like, okay, well, how should I set this up? How does it go about them claiming my assets if something were to happen to me? So we make those utilities available so that you don't have to be asking these questions with just someone that maybe isn't familiar with crypto and nfts to begin with awesome bobby how about you uh you know what does the the will part of the utility uh look like and why is that so important to to provide for people in the nft space yeah so i, I you know i think the why it's so important is you know if you were to seamlessly transition over you know your assets to um you know your beneficiaries that you would list on a traditional will you would basically have to you know go through a whole onboarding session yourself of saying like hey this is how you get access to my keys you know this you know you'd have to write it all up this asset's yours this asset is my my wife's this one is you know child one this one's child two 33% or 50% to your favorite kid, you know, however you want to split it up. Uh, but, you know, they'll have to come in and basically gain access to it and then, um, you know, figure out how to divide it. While this is, you know, you are taking the proactive approach. Obviously, you know, we don't know when that final day will be. Um, so you, you have it all set up, ready to go. Um, and then the beneficiary can come in and basically, you know, submit your death certificate 
um, and you know the smart contract that you set up yourself will um, you know trigger exactly how you planned you planned on it. So it's just more of a proactive approach um, versus you know you know it's too late and now these these morning people are having to figure it out themselves and, and that's not a situation you want to put your loved ones in. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's so important. And I'm really liking the utility here because, you know, again, as someone with a family, it's it's something you don't want to think about. But one of those things where people don't ever think about until it's too late. And, you know, uh, being on the, the flip side of that, right, if you lose, you know, parents, grandparents who don't have wills, don't have things designated, uh, it can get kind of nasty with some, uh, you know, fighting uh, at the time of mourning as well. So, this is a really cool aspect to have this, you know, laid out and really help with that end of life, uh, you know, options. Uh, I want to get into Grimmies. We, of course, see one on uh, screen here from Wes, but uh, all this utility uh, coincides with an NFT collection called Grimmies. So, Wes, I'll start with you. Uh, you know, tell us about Grimmies, how the idea for those came to be and what they're all about. Yeah, so the way we refer to it as is safety isn't the sexiest topic. A lot of people, they don't like to think about it. They don't like to think about what's going to happen after they pass away. It's just not something that's delightful to talk about. So, you know, we had to lighten the mood here, get some cute little Grim Reapers, um, which was uh, the artist is actually a friend of our founder, and her name is Micah. Um, I don't know if we touched on her yet. Um, she was a former cybersecurity engineer at Microsoft. She's one of Forbes 30 under 30, and she basically turned DGen. So she has a pretty exciting story there. But the Grimmies are just a cute way that um, we can basically put out an image for the great utility that we have behind us. Awesome. Bobby, how about you? Tell us about Grimmies um, and your thoughts on this uh, NFT collection. Yeah, so, you know, Grimmies are essentially, you know, an access pass, um, and it, it'll be the the top tier of, you know, the Webacy model. So if you own one, you know, you'll, you'll be able to have, you know, additional benefits, you know, going forward um, versus, you know, the future holders that will be just, you know, more of a subscription model, most likely. So, you know, the Grimmies give you early access now, get used to it, you know, get one-on-one -on -one onboarding opportunities that, you know, might not be possible when, you know, as we scale. So, you know, you're just, you kind of get the white glove service right now, get to join the community, get your answers, get your questions answered. Um, and, you know, just be, you know, basically first in line for this suite of tools. Awesome. So I saw on the website that we have four kinds of Grimmies. We have early, popular, unique, and friendly. Um, I don't know which one of you wants to take a stab at this, but uh, just walk us through kind of the different types and how they play into the ecosystem here. Yeah, absolutely. So the Grimmies, they're not specifically in order when you see them here on the website, except for the early Grimmies. So the early Grimmies are our whitelisted users, and those are to communities that have proven that they have a strong community or they're influencers within the space that carry some weight behind them because we want people to be able to own a Grimmy and use our utility. We don't necessarily just want to give out Grimmies to whoever. Um, we definitely want people to benefit. So the first thousand, it's a free mint. So all they do is pay gas and that is their access. I mean, that's the access token to Webacy. So 
when they first go to the WebC website, they just verify ownership of a Grimmy and they're able to set up their profile. And it's pretty neat because when you own a Grimmy, obviously your first year subscription, which is that $100 value, that is waived. And then the fee to initially deploy the smart contract is waived itself. Awesome. Uh, so one of the things we like to talk about on the show here is, you know, traits within an NFT collection. So uh, Wes, I'll start with you. We, of course, haven't seen all the Grimmies revealed yet, but uh, any favorite traits um, that you can call out here uh, within the collection? Uh, yes. So I got to make sure I don't expose any of my favorites here, but <laughs> I do I do like the wings a lot. I feel like the wings is a, the angel wings are a nice touch. Um, I feel like it's not something you might catch right away because it's just kind of thrown in there um and then i do um i mean i can't i can't go too much in detail because i don't want to give anything away but i do like the wings the wings are definitely one of my favorites um bobby you can go ahead and pick your yeah I'll, bobby I'll how, watch about, how about screen. you yeah um that's a good question i don't know I don't know if I have a favorite trade to be honest. I like the um, you know the solid colors, like when it's you know all the accessories. I've seen a few. It's like all purple accessories or all green, um, but I, I'm not sure if I just have a, a specific trait. Awesome. Well, one of the things I saw was you know owning a Grimmy, um, you get lifetime access to some of this utility. Uh, you know, Discord um and other things so talk to me a little bit about you know why the decision to do some of this lifetime access for holders versus maybe some alpha groups that charge on a one-year two-year basis uh wes um i really feel like the utility it it's needed there's not enough protection services out there and i feel like it's something that should be more welcoming to the community than just specifically focused on alpha groups i feel like this is something that could benefit a ton and a ton of people um so that's my thought on it bobby you might have a interesting take on myself but circling back real quick uh before we get into that i did just double check grimmy number one is by far my favorite because it has a red pitchfork and the red pitchfork, I love it. Awesome. Yeah, I was thinking the the pitchforks uh, definitely look cool and really play into the, the Grimmy here. Uh, Bobby, any uh, thoughts on the, the lifetime access? Yeah, so, you know, I, I think it's just our kind of how we're, we're planning to scale where, you know, this will ultimately be, uh, you know, however we structure it going forward, you know, subscription model, um, you know, another collection, however it is, you know, the Grimmies will always just kind of be that, that top tier, um, you know, collection where, you know, however it works, um, you know, they'll be able to have the, the top benefits essentially, um, you know, versus all the other types of, you know, membership types. Awesome. So where are we currently at in the, the minting process? Are people still able to sign up and join that wait list? Uh, is the wait list full? And when can people expect to uh, be able to get Grimmies, you know, at that mint price, not just the uh, wait list access? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that kind of goes into the two questions that I see uh, posted up there. So the Grimmies are on Ethereum. Uh, and WebSea itself right now is supported um, 
on Ethereum. We are working on integrating other blockchains within there. So maybe in the future, you might see Solana, you might see Phantom Wallet integrated. Um, but as right now, Ethereum, uh, the whitelist is live now and it's a rolling whitelist. So about every two days, we'll update it and add new users so that they can go on and mint. Uh, we pretty much have it set up via pre-mint, which uh, Bobby can go into a little more detail about. Um, but yeah, as of right now, it's just a rolling whitelist. And the way to basically get on it is to just be involved with our, in our community. So interacting with our tweets on Twitter or interacting in our Discord. I don't necessarily think uh, trying to get on a whitelist should be an Olympic trial. Awesome. Bobby, uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, so right now, you know, we're sitting at about 300 free mints. Um, you know, and, and it's been good to see that we actually have some some secondary volume um, rolling in. You know, we've had double-digit sales, just, you know, people are claiming for free and then, you know, throwing it up and, and more people are, are wanting to get involved and not wait. Um, but, yeah, so basically, you know, we're giving we're, – we're reaching out to these different projects. Our projects are reaching out to us. Um, and, you know, we can give them 25, 50, you know, various amounts of whitelist slots. Um, and, and in exchange, you know, we'll come in and, you know, run something similar to this, um, an AMA, um, you know, talk about wallet protection, maybe walk them through a quick demo. Um, you know, so the people that are coming in are actually um, able to, you know, know what they're getting into and, you know, see actually how WebSC is used, how they, how it can be useful for them. Um, and, you know, because we don't want, you know, it's fine, that, you know, speculators, we have no problem with that. But. You know, in an ideal world, we're bringing people in that will protect their assets and, and use this software that, you know, we've spent so much so much time and capital basically creating. So, you know, we want to be that first touch point when we're coming in as communities. Hey, you know, this is a Grimmy. You know, it is a cool little profile picture project, but we want to show you what it unlocks and, and all the potential it unlocks to protect your, your crypto assets. So, you know. We Wes and I are basically splitting it up. You know, we're reaching out to these communities and, and coming in there and then, you know, we'll update the whitelist. So, um, you know, we just did that earlier today. Um, and, and, you know, each time there's about a, a new 100 or so um, mints each time. Um, and, you know, we're, we're in no rush. You know, we just want to make sure everybody is onboarded properly and, you know, they're not overwhelmed and, and think the, the software is too confusing for them um, and, and end up just not protecting their assets and, you know, paying for it down the road. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I, we, of course are called the roadmap. We talk about, you know, the future of projects. I know you guys are a little ways out, um, from getting there, but I saw a peek at the roadmap on the website and it listed items like, you know, merch, uh, maybe some airdrops down the road and NFT NYC, um, meetup. Can you just talk a little bit about maybe NFT NYC or some of these future items for Grimmy's holders? Yeah, sure thing. So we actually partnered with 1.37 p.m. for our event at NYC. So that's primarily for holders. Anybody that wants to come, we're letting right in. Um, the roadmap itself, you guys are lucky. It just got completely redone and put on our website a few days ago. So this is the new... The new updated roadmap. So there we go. the holders party is definitely going to be exciting. NYC in general is going to be a great opportunity for anybody to be able to learn about Grimmies themselves. Um, and then as you can see on the roadmap, we do have our smart contract audits coming up. So we have 
a few audits primarily for WebC, so how the entire service and system works itself. And then we have an audit for the Grimmies itself. And then we've also talked about getting an audit for the Discord because obviously security is our number one priority. And then on the other hand, we do want to be just like, um, we basically want to be available as like a PFP project that has an amazing utility. So we still want to have those utilities that a great PFP collection would have. So obviously partner benefits, merch, um, maybe an unclaimed access pool in the future, some airdrops, and then obviously Grimmies holders will always have access to future IRL events. Perfect. Bobby, any comments or thoughts on this uh, new roadmap? Yeah, I mean, Wes pretty much hit everything. Um, you know, it's our, our smart contract is, has been going through an audit with, with Certic. Um, but, you know, we, we're looking for other, um, you know, highly regarded people in the NFT space and the crypto space to review it as well. Um, and, you know, just make sure that everything is good to go and, and consistently monitor it and improve it and, and make sure it's safe. So, um, you know, that, that's huge before, you know, we go and, and open it up to everybody. You know, we're, we're confident in it right now, but, you know, we, we want people to have the utmost confidence, you know, in this smart contract. So Awesome. And I did drop the links for the Grimmy site, the Webacy site, and Alyssa also dropped the Discord link right there in the chat, guys. So uh, if you're watching us live or watching this on replay, those links are all in the chat right now. Um, and also we'll get them in the description below for anyone watching the video after we air and also for the podcast. Um, I, I want to turn to the overall NFT market for a couple minutes here. So Wes, I noticed on your Twitter that you attended VCon and Ben Zingo was happy to be a uh, media credentialed company at VCon. So myself and my partner, uh, Mitch attended and we were able to do some interviews, uh, video written and also catch some of those amazing panels. So, uh, Wes, tell me a little bit about your VCon experience and what did you think of this, uh, first ever VCon event? Yeah, I loved it. Um, I felt like in general, uh, because everything was in kind of a centralized area within the stadium, it made everything super accessible. And that was Honestly, the best part for me is you didn't have to go too far to go to an event, to go find projects, meet people you wanted to meet up with. Everything was just all centralized. So that was amazing. And the people you met there, it was it was pretty awesome. I mean, it's not like people were hiding in different rooms or I mean, everyone was just super easy to find. And the event's going to be hard to hard to top in my opinion. I know NFT NYC is coming up, but VCon was an absolute blast. Yeah, definitely. And I'm loving those pictures there. Uh, Wes, who, who was the favorite uh, panel that you watched or, and or your favorite person that you met in real life at VCon? Um, I can't specifically say I had a favorite panel because they were all extremely, extremely educating. Um, I feel like the coolest person I probably met was Drifter Shoots, just because he has an amazing life story behind him. And uh, a lot of his NFTs that he currently has posted on OpenSea are extremely life-changing, just because his story is very, very incredible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
Well, it's awesome to hear uh, about VCon. Um, obviously, we have you know the the crypto market uh, taking a little bit of a uh, drop right now with everything going on. So, Bobby, you mentioned you know you own a CryptoPunk. Um, you got in through uh, Bitcoin into crypto. Tell us, tell us, uh, our our viewers, you know, what are some of your thoughts just on this overall? crypto winter we're going through any advice uh you know not financial advice but just like life lessons things you've learned along the way that people should be paying attention to right now uh yeah sure chris so i think you know i, I i'm no expert you know i have been in it for 18 months or so but you know i think probably the hardest lessons i've heard i've learned are you know overextending myself self into nfts and and not being liquid um, you know, I, I think always being liquid um, and, and being able to seize opportunities is, is extremely important. Um, you know, it's easy to get complacent and um, just assume like, you know, the market's going going down the hole. You know, there's no no opportunities. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, that that's where the best opportunities are. Um, and, and so whatever, you know, you do to find new projects and, and to learn about them, um, you know, you basically just have to keep doing that even in the dead periods. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, the liquidity in the NFT market is is pretty dependent on the price of Ethereum. Um, you know, when it when it was up at forty eight hundred, you know, that was a a quote unquote NFT bear market. Nobody wanted to spend, you know, point point one on a mint or point zero eight on a new mint because at that point it was you know four hundred dollars. Um, and and even the people that are you know primarily price their NFTs in ETH, which you know I am one of those people. Um, but at the same time, once it gets, once it gets up there, you know, you, you do second guess and, and start thinking like, man, I, I don't know if this is worth, you know, the risk, um, and, and you know, it adds up quickly. So, um, I'd say always being liquid, um, and, and looking for new opportunities would probably be the two, two things I could say would, would benefit you the most. I love that. Awesome advice. Wes, how about you? Um, thoughts on the overall market we're in right now and any advice to call out for uh, viewers and listeners? Yeah, so I'll try and stray away uh, from Bobby's answers. He had great responses, but I believe that the, with the current market conditions, like this is the time to build. Like there are going to be amazing projects that pop up in the next few months or however long this bear market goes on, but this is the biggest time for NFT projects to build. Um, it's a great time to learn new things, see what works, find out what doesn't, and definitely create new ideas. I feel like um, that's what I've always done um, in the past. It's just like, if I can't get into, because especially during last bear market, I wasn't so much investing, but that's when I pretty much got into mining Ethereum. And that was a big change for me. But during this bear market for NFTs, I think that if you're a creator, um, if you're definitely someone that purchases a lot of NFTs, like if you want to get more into the creating aspect of it, this is the time. Awesome. Uh, before we let you guys go, Bobby, we know you own a CryptoPunk. Any other NFTs that you own that you want to call out or projects that maybe you're watching that you think can hold up well over the next couple of years? Well, Wes, Wes always already uh, introduced him, but uh, I, I would say the other, you know, grail of my collection is the Where My Vans Go by by Drifter Shoots. So, um, you know, the punk and that one are probably the ones that I have the the closest connection and, and conviction in. Um, 
and so yeah so i, I would say that was probably my uh you know, regardless of ETH price and, and the NFT market, I'm I'm fairly confident holding for a, a multiple years. Awesome, Wes. How about you? Uh, any projects to call out here that you think you know are going to hold up well over the next couple of years? Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of the art uh, for the Quirky's NFT collection. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of them and just the community that they provide behind them. I think they're very strong knitted. Um, and I do believe that project will be successful in the next few months and definitely be able to hold through the market. Awesome. Well, guys, it has been a pleasure. Anything else to add about uh, Webacy or Grimmies for, for viewers and listeners before we let you go? Yeah, well, so... Oh, sorry. Oh, you, Wes. All right. I was going to say, uh, I mean, if you definitely want to get involved, if you definitely like Webacy, you like what our team's bringing, the easiest way to get involved is just to be on our Discord, engage with our tweets. We're more than welcoming because we want people to be able to use this service. I do believe um, it's 100% needed and there's not, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again, but there's not enough education around this topic uh, that I think there definitely needs to be. And that's why we're here. Bobby, I don't know what else you had to add, but you can go ahead now. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, if you're listening to this right now and, and pop in the Discord, we would love to, to give out some whitelist spots, you know, for some free mints. Cause you know, I think if you are, taking the time to listen to this and, and learn more than, you know, you're the ideal person and the person we want as part of our community to, uh, you know, to join and, and get that Grimmy and start protecting your assets. Awesome guys. Yeah. The discord link is there. Anyone watching right now, uh, what are you waiting for? Click on the link, go check out the discord, tell Wes and Bobby you're there that you watch this great interview and that you want to protect your assets and we'll see what they can do. Uh, Bobby West, this has been so much fun. Uh, looking forward to talking to you guys again in the future. And thanks for taking time to join us on the roadmap today. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Yeah, really appreciate being on, Chris. Thank you. See you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, thanks. you too. You as well. Awesome. Well, everyone, there you heard it. Great ways, great education on how you can protect your NFTs. Uh, how you can designate, you know, if something unfortunate happened, a, a crypto will of sorts, get that advice that you need. Um, also that kill switch, right? How many times do we hear about these phishing links, people clicking on them for, for not the right sites or discords getting hacked? And, you know, this is a way to protect yourself, protect those assets. So, so important. Um, so great education there. This is definitely an interview. I'm going to be watching again to catch everything that I miss. Um, but shout out to Bobby and Wes for joining us. Now it's time to get into some news and headlines. So without further ado, I think it's time to bring on my co-host, Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on? Howdy, howdy. That was a great interview. That was. Uh, what did you think? What were some of the, the keys here to uh, safety and education for, for NFTs? It, I've actually never heard of, like, the will thing for crypto. Like, that is really neat and really needed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we talk about it all the time, right? The, the safety and, you know, not clicking stuff, not just signing away. 
but what a great safety feature to have. So, um, Alyssa, let's get into news and headlines here. Up first, we have top 10 NFTs by weekly sales volume. Um, before, uh, so, you know, this one was a little tougher to write um, because it they they were down, right? We saw a lot of NFT projects down. Uh, Board Ape topped the list, 19.9 million. We are all going to die, 10.3 million. Um, goblins falling to fifth place. Uh, Alyssa, what do you think of Goblins dropping from first to fifth? Um, you saw it happening. You saw it coming. But, like, I want to mention this real quick because they they just doxed. Their team just doxed. So they might go up from that fifth place <laughs> to the first again. Yeah, uh, that just happened not too long ago. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that in a, a minute here. Uh, I, I think we've been calling for this, right? That like even being a free mint, even having a strong community, it is very hard for a newer project to stay on top of the sales volume list. So Goblins did it for two weeks. Um, I know Azuki did it for a couple weeks, um, you know, months ago. But really, Board Ape Yacht Club has dominated this list, and they're back, of course, in first place. Um, not a huge surprise. The the thing I would call out as you look at these numbers, right, is just to put it in comparison. Uh, last week, Board Ape Yacht Club nineteen point nine million. We are all going to die ten point three million. So only two collections had sales volume of ten million or more. The week before last, six of the top 10 were over 10 million. Uh, Alyssa, what do you think of that drop-off, right? The fact that only two collections hit that 10 million mark, is that kind of what we're going to see the next couple weeks with Ethereum prices dropping and interest waning? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if, if Ethereum, or actually the whole market, not just Ethereum, like if it just keeps dropping, these numbers are going to stay below 10 million and they're just going to keep dropping too um because people are they want out and they're not buying because it's not they don't see it's like they don't see themselves making money off of these right now yeah so and uh i'm seeing a question here from my man money mitch in the chat why crypto punks going up uh so crypto punks you see there in eighth place now Alyssa. Remember that CryptoPunks used to always be in the top 10, right? And lately, though, they've fallen off and they kind of hover in that 11 to 20 range. But last week, they were in eighth place in sales volume, up 78%. I know I did see that Gary V bought another CryptoPunk. He already owned some, but he got one with the, the beanie hat, um, which is a very cool trait. But uh you know, we just heard Bobby talk about CryptoPunks, you know, being one of those assets that's going to, you know, be relevant a couple of years. I still like the fact that Yuga Labs acquired the rights and maybe that'll bring some future value. But I just think a lot of people are turning to to blue chips, right? They, they want to own board Apes. They want to own punks. And this free mint cycle and some of these lower projects with no roadmap, no utility are just going out of favor again because people want the assets that are going to 
when this bear market is over are going to go up or hold their value. Is that why you think punks are, are appearing right here? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, blue chip, they think that all these projects are more established. The the hype is still behind them. They were they're like the top of the food chain. So if you if you can go in it or like go buy like partial shares in like rally that too be a good investment not investment advice but <laughs> not financial yeah. advice but yeah check out rally and you can own a, a portion of a punk or an ape um Alyssa, let's go back to goblins uh si- since you broke the news there goblins docks themselves now i want to clarify the the huge difference here of doxing yourself versus getting doxed right so board ape two of the co-founders got doxxed because of an article from BuzzFeed, right? That figured out who they were by their names, their IPs, their locations, different clues, and doxxed without their knowledge, right? And just did it for them. They, of course, then later, you know, shared pictures of themselves, said, you know, Web 2 versus Web 3. Goblin Town decided to dox themselves. And they had this three-minute video today um we're the team and you know i don't know if we want to watch the whole video here but essentially it is this team uh from truth um Alyssa, the key takeaway for me here is that like so many people thought that because of the way goblin town was so you know strongly set up well marketed um that maybe like yuga labs or some nft influencers were behind it and it really turns out that, yeah, they had experience in the NFT space, but it wasn't as big of names as people thought. What What are your takeaways here, Alyssa, from them doxing themselves? Are you surprised that it wasn't, you know, maybe a bigger name than what it was? Um, yeah, I'm a little surprised. I was expecting someone that we already knew, like an influencer. Because back when we were talking about it, at first we thought these people were like influencers or Yuga Labs. So when you really think about it, I don't think Yuga Labs would do this. Yeah. But um, the marketing and everything, the whole vision and like everything they did was on point. <laughs> yeah. Now going forward, so so you mentioned it, right? With seeing it, you know, in fifth place, maybe it goes up. Doxing, I actually saw sales volume pick up in these after they doxed themselves. I don't know if that's going to continue, but do you think some people just, you know, is it going to be a mix, right? Some people sell because there isn't a link to Yuga Labs or a big name, and some people end up holding or maybe buying in because they see the value in this established team that's done some NFT projects before. I mean, look at it. We're, we're going up a little bit here. What, where do you think we land in, in the next couple days, up or down? Um, up. I'm going to say up. Yeah. Um, not just, like, people being disappointed about them not being Yuga. Um, I think people still like the uh, the, the anonymity. <laughs> I can't say that word. Anon- anonymity? <laughs> yes. Um, of the team. But, like like you said it's like probably half and half like people oh yay they dox themselves and then like oh no dang they could have really dragged this out but i think it's cool that they dox themselves 
stuff. I also really like how they um, said that there's going to be no roadmap. Yeah. It's just it's just a journey. Yeah. It's now really the, just like a big experiment. The the other piece I'll add here, uh, I, I want to shout out that, you know, Steve Aoki, uh, love him, but there is this old, uh, like, tie-in of when he buys into collections sometimes people call it the top because the floor price ends up falling now it is weirdly coincidental to me that steve aoki recently bought into goblins and a couple days later the team decided to dox themselves you think there's any connection there Alyssa, where people were where the goblin team was like oh no steve aoki bought like people are gonna sell Maybe we should do something about it. Did the devs do something? It's, it's really possible. It's really, yeah. You can come up with so many scenarios, but that's, yeah. a, that's a good one. That, that's my theory. I, I don't feel very strongly about it, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, that that definitely happened. Uh, uh, Alyssa, here's a fun one to talk about, especially for any uh, sports fans out there. Um, Steph Curry did a NFT collection with our friends FTX uh, called 2974. And it was based on the record breaking three point shots he had. He's the all time leader in three point shots, but they are currently in the NBA finals, the golden state warriors. They won last night. They are up three games to two uh, have the potential to win another game. I don't know if you saw this, but there's some video and pictures of Steph walking through the tunnel before the game right here and what is he wearing that is new merch that no one had ever seen before and it ends up being connected to this ftx nft drop that he did and very cool we talk utility we talk roadmap if you own a 2974 nft in your FTX wallet by Monday, June 20th, you have the ability to buy some of this exclusive merch um, because of owning that NFT. They're also doing trivia in the Discord where you can win autographs from Steph. I know they were doing a meet and greet auction at one point. Um, this is pretty cool utility. Uh, Alyssa, what do you think of this? If you own one of these Steph NFTs by Monday, you get dibs on getting some of this merch from a, I mean, he already has won an NBA title, but possibly winning another one and another uh, MVP here. Mm, it was pretty, that's pretty neat. I didn't know about this. I like that shirt too with the, the is, he's got the, the three logo and he's rocking it, walking through the tunnel. Like, Hey, check out my, my hoodie here. And how can you get a hoodie? Well, we just told you, NFT. right? So, I mean, I, I think merch is such a big part of NFT collections. And this is really cool because obviously sports merchandise is highly coveted. And if you own one of these NFTs, uh, you get exclusive access. Speaking of uh, big name people, uh, Madonna. Madonna recently changed her profile picture on Twitter to a world of women NFT. Now, Alyssa, I know a lot of people were probably surprised by this, but of course, I wasn't hugely surprised because if we connect the dots, 
Guy O'Siri is the agent for Madonna. Guy O'Siri also signed talent deals with World of Women and Board Ape Yacht Club. So what two projects has Madonna like publicly supported now? Board Ape Yacht Club and World of Women. Um, it's cool though to see her, you know, change her profile picture. Uh, I didn't look, but uh, did she change some of the traits like she did with her board ape? That would be my only uh, question, question here. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm going to go find that. Hold on. If, if she it. took the liberties upon herself to, uh, you know, change it around. But uh, Alyssa, we have NFT NYC happening next week. And yes. I know there is Ape Fest. And last year at Ape Fest, um, the exclusive party for board ape holders, they got a concert from the Chainsmokers, um, a couple other musicians. They got comedy shows from Aziz Ansari and uh, somebody else. And we don't know who the musicians are this year. But we do know that World of Women is throwing a party and Madonna is going to be there. Mm. Talk about a uh, exclusive party at NFT NYC if you own a World of Women. What do you think of that? How big of a deal is it that Madonna is going to be part of that exclusive for WoW holders? It is pretty. It is pretty big deal. Um, yeah, no, that is really cool. I didn't know about that either. Yeah, I think it was just announced today. Um, so very cool. Um, yeah, we'll have to look up that world of women and see if she yeah. did change the 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 um, traits because she likes to do that. What else do we have left? Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Alyssa, we get some alpha here on the channel different times. And one of the things we got when our friend Doug from Toy Boogers came on, he talked, of course, about Kitbash Boogers. And then we saw that collection released. And he said that anyone who owns a Toy Booger or a Kitbash Booger is going to get a uh, mint of a new collection coming this summer. Well, here it is on screen, Toy Stash. What do you think of this? That, the hamster. We can own a hamster now. <laughs> so cute. No, yeah, that you one, wanted that. That one right there in the middle. Uh, the, the stash, the hamster. Like, yeah. with the rainbow uh, poop, I just... I mean... Alyssa, you know I showed my kids these, and you know that they mm -hmm. love them, right? And yeah. they actually said that they look like Squishmallows, which is like the 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 pillow toy, right, that uh, oh, I, my man. kids love. And they said that it reminds them of that. But uh, Toy Stash coming out this summer, which summer is, I mean, getting here. So I think this collection is going to be real soon. And again, if you own a Kitbash Booger or a Toy Booger, you're going to get access to this. So... Alyssa, what do you think of Toy Stash? And uh, if you want to pull that picture up, uh, what are some of your favorites there on the screen? Okay. First off, this is cool because everyone loves a hamster. Stash. That's yep. his name, right? That's the whole... Yep, okay. Stash. Yep. Stash. So that's cool. Um, and I love that the Toy Booger and Kit Bash Boogers gets to, you know, get this. Is it like... So it's free? Like free mint type deal? I think it's free mint. Okay, cool. Um, that's cool. <laughs> uh, but the one that stood out for me, uh, was the TV. Yep. Hold on, I gotta change this. 
boop, this the TV and maybe like the top right. How about the tacos? The top wait. Oh. So bottom middle, um, the bottom left is that a taco? No, I think that's just cheese. Is that cheese? Okay. It's cool. <laughs> and then, yeah. Did you show like, your kids this? I did. They love them. Wait, did they pick a favorite or just all of them? <laughs> I feel like they, of course, like stash in the middle there. Yes. Um, and that's as far as I really got so far. So <laughs> they picked one. Okay. So, I'm going to show my brother and see what he picks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I like them all. I'm kind of with you. The The TV there on the left. It's, uh, cool. it's cool and it's unique, right? It, mm -hmm. It's different than the others. Um, I kind of like the the left two in, like the zebra stripes, but it also looks like he has like 3D glasses on. Yeah, I um, like the um, I like the goat. Yeah, the goat definitely. I mean, you've got a basketball there, you've got a football. Um, so I mean, we've got some different uh, traits, uh, you know, and I I just think this is so cool, and I'm looking forward to uh, Toy Stash coming this summer. So Do you um, will you ever get rid of your kit bash? I don't think just... so. And I feel like if I did, I would just pick out another, a different one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just feel like I, I'm a fan of all four of those collections. And the fact that Doug got to do this collection with all four, you know, collections and traits, like, yeah. I just think it's cool. Like, even if the floor price is low, I just, I like it. Yeah, I think and, I'm like, uh, I'm going to probably, I don't care about the floor play, price for like a, a lot of these projects because I don't, I really yeah. only care about what their community is like and the, the artists and like the utility, like, yeah, the utility, but you also get free stuff <laughs> like this. Yep. It's cool. It's cool, yeah, cool, cool. I, I mean, I'm a fan of, of Doug and what he's doing and... Yeah. I mean, again, Toy Boogers is going to be a TV show, too, which doesn't mean Kit Bash Boogers will be included, but I think maybe there's the future potential for that. Um, Shouldn't rule it out, yeah. really. And, and that's what Doug told us, right? Because, I mean, Toy Boogers and Robotos, two of the four, have deals with time. So, I mean, if they could get Cool Cats or Dead Fellas to sign off, there, there's a good chance there. So uh, yeah, M Mitch, Mitch, just get a kit bash. Mitch, you gotta pick a booger. That's what you Doug get, would yeah, tell pick us. A you, gotta, you gotta pick a booger. So get either a kit bash booger or a toy booger. I think kit bash has the lower floor price. Yeah, yeah. it does. Point zero eight versus point one two. I still, I think kit bash is better with the the four collections. You no get offense this one. to the OGs, but uh, Mitch, Mitch, get this one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, like these just they look so cool. So yeah, I've I've got I've got the cat body on my I love yeah, I love all these all these traits here. Like look I at have the, like, the skateboard. Yeah, I love I didn't even I never saw the shark head. That's cool. That is cool. I don't That's think really I ever cool. saw that either. Huh. Mitch, get the shark head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh um, I have we like I the have cats. The, um... Look at the snake, the chicken head, the strawberry. I mean, they're just they're so cool. <laughs> I have this this body. Hold on. What's oh it yeah, don't you have with the flame? Yeah, jet jet engine. Jet engine. It's cool body. <laughs> that is. Oh, there's the one that we always talked about with yeah. a stash in there. Ah. Awesome. Mitch, Mitch, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitch, you gotta pick a booger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this one 
my my kids would love if you my kids would love if you got one too much so just throw that out there but and then dress up as your booger for halloween there you go yeah do it yeah (laughs) i feel like we saw halloween last year some Mm -hmm. people dress as nfts but i wonder if maybe this year we see more it might depend on where the market is at that time but i i just think there's a lot of opportunities there or which nft collection Alyssa, will be the first to sign a halloween costume deal maybe that's what we should be talking about right it's like all these disney movies shows that sign deals you know with the whatever the costume company is um you know maybe one of them does that you know i can i can imagine disney like lurking in the shadows watching these projects waiting for like the storyline that they want yeah. and then strike at them like hey you want to work with us um but about the the um halloween stuff i can imagine dead fellas doing something yes. i mean it's it's dead fellas and like svs right mm-hmm. Sneaky, oh yeah uh, vampire i feel like those just they 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 fit the genre so well yeah yeah and yeah. so, um... I, I don't know like i last year we did see a few costumes and i think we'll, we'll probably see more i'm gonna say it. we're gonna see more i don't care if the yeah. market's lower the communities are still thriving. Yep, definitely. And they're, they're even, like, more tight-knit than last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, I think that is going to do it for us, unless, of course, if Mitch decides to get a booger here. But uh, that was a great episode. If you missed our interview at the start, make sure you go back and watch that very informative uh interview with Wes and Robert from WebAC uh, talking about the Grimmies NFT, protecting your NFT assets. Uh, Alyssa, no show tomorrow because we have a boot camp uh, as part of Benzinga's uh, YouTube coverage. So make sure you tune in for that all day education. I know my man Money Mitch will be there. Um, So check that out and we will be back Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Anything else to add here? Follow Benzinga on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, subscribe here on YouTube. If you're not subscribing, you're wa- if you're not subscribing, you're watching this. Hit the subscribe. Lame, <laughs> lame is yes, what. Yes. You gotta hit the like and the subscribe and uh, the bell so you can come back and watch every show because there's like so many nice personalities yep. in Benzinga. You, you you're missing. <laughs> out definitely and stay tuned we got money mitch coming up uh for pre-market prep at the close with joel breaking down all the top stories and movers in crypto and stocks for the day so don't go anywhere and we will see you next time Mm